Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. A reset of the prophetic movement is upon us. The second wave of prophets is rising in this hour. We stand at the edge of a new era in the prophetic. We're gathering the international prophetic community at the Global Prophetic Center, a hub for prophetic training, prophetic labs, summits, networks, and lighthouses. It's time for prophets to go deeper. It's time for seers to soar. It's time for prophetic voices to rise up and decree what says the Spirit of God with accuracy that causes the world to pay attention. The Global Prophetic Center offers proven prophetic systems and structures to equip you to walk worthy of your calling and to prophesy with precision, boldness, diplomacy, and wisdom. Get hands-on training and mentoring in a safe environment that breeds true prophetic community and learning. Receive impartation and activation. Sharpen your gift and avoid prophetic pitfalls. Get commissioned. Get networked. Get sent out with the word of the Lord in your mouth and the confidence to release it. Begin your journey today by applying at globalpropheticcenter.com. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. God is so, so good. And we're about to get in it this morning. But I want to remind you of a couple quick things. We have church services in South Florida, Davie, Florida. First service is 1047 a.m. Second service is at 1.30 p.m. First service is broadcast on ahop.online. Second service is not televised. Come on over if you're in the city, if you're in the state, if you're passing through, if you're visiting. Some of you just need to get on a train, plane, an automobile, get your stuff and move here and help us build the house of prayer, the prophecy rooms, the healing rooms, the global prophetic center. Amen. God is good. I'm the founder of the Awakening Prayer Hubs Movement. I'm looking for a thousand intercessors. You're going to hear me say this every day until I get them. I'm heavily pursuing, recruiting, going after for the glory of the Lord, a thousand intercessors to raise up as intercessory prayer leaders to see revival in cities, transformation, awakening, body sealed, soul saved, awakeningprayerhubs.com. Some of you need to consider prayerfully joining the movement. Find a hub, start a hub, Cindy Jacobs, Lou Engel, Bishop Hammond, James Gall, Dick Eastman, Dr. Michael Brown, Becca Greenwood. They're all supporting the thrust of Awakening Prayer Hubs. Go check it out, awakeningprayerhubs.com. Prophetic people, perk your ears up this morning. I said, listen to me closely. You are invited to our prophetic family, Ignite. We've ignited thousands of prophetic voices over the past four years through the network, launched them out. God is good, teaching, training, learning, growing together. If you're a prophetic person and you need that tribe, you need that family, you need that company, go check out ignitenow.org, ignitenow.org. And today's devotion is a very special devotion. Today's October the 13th, as of the time of this recording. And today's devotion is titled, From Victory Decrees, Daily Prophetic Strategies for Spiritual Warfare Victory, is titled, Give Me Your Yes and Amen. Give me your yes and amen. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Give me your yes and amen. Listen, as I've given you my yes and amen. 
And together we will walk in places that eye has not seen nor ear heard, says the Lord. Nor have even entered into your heart, says the Lord. Places the enemy has tried to prevent you from dreaming about, says the Lord. These are bountiful places for you. They are bountiful lands for you. There are bountiful blessings for you. With whom will you agree? With whom will you dream? Dream with me and I will dream with you, says the spirit of the living God. Come on, that's an invitation. Dream with me and I will dream with you. Come on, that's a charge. Dream with me and I will dream with you. Come on now, no dream killers allowed today. Dream with me and I will dream with you. Come on, you got to determine what your dream is and pursue it. Go after it. Life is too short. It's time to press into the God dream for your life. Listen, today's scripture references to Corinthians one twenty. Matthew 5, 37, and 1 Chronicles 16, 36. Now the prayer starter and the decree, Father, I give you my yes and amen. Help me believe your yes and amen when the enemy is working on my mind to get me out of agreement with your spirit. I decree all alignment with the enemy of my soul is broken. I declare my eyes will see and my ears shall hear what God has planned for me in due season in Jesus name. Amen and amen. Father, we thank you. We praise you today because you have a dream for us. We thank you. We praise you today because all of your promises, they are yes. And all of your promises, they are amen. All of your promises, they are absolute. All of your promises, they are written. All of your promises, you spoke them. All of your promises, they shall come to pass as we press into your presence. So, Father, we thank you today that we can press into your presence, that you give us the grace to press when we don't feel like pressing, that you give us the grace to push, to keep our hands in the plow when we feel weary in our soul. God, we praise you because you are the lover of our soul. You are the lifter of our head. You are the one who woke us up this morning and the one who graces us to walk through the day. We thank you and we praise you because you're the God who has a dream for our life. You're the God who has a purpose for our life. And we know that we know that we know that your purposes shall stand. Your word declares it, that your purposes shall stand. Maybe we have other ideas. Maybe we have other thoughts. Maybe we have other notions about what to do with our life. But your word says many are the plans in the man, mind of a man, but it's God's purposes that will stand. So Lord, we thank you today that you're a God who has a dream for our life and that you watch over your dream to perform it. Come on. God watches over his word to perform it. Come on. God makes sure, as much as it depends on him, that you've got what you need to do what it takes. I said, God does, as much as it depends on him, he makes sure that you've got what you need to do what it takes. Come on, somebody just needs to confess that right now. I've got what I need to do what it takes. Come on. I know it's hard sometimes. I know the enemy is opposing you. I've got what I need to do what it takes. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Get up out of your bed. Come on, begin to pace and walk the floor with me. Begin to make this decree, this declaration. Begin to prophesy over your life. I've got what it takes to do. I've got what it takes to do what it takes. I've got what it takes to do what it takes. I've got what it takes to do what it takes. I've got what it takes to do what it takes. I've got what it takes to do what it takes. I've got what
what I need to do what it takes. I've got what I need. God gives me what I need. He's, he's graced me with what I need. He's empowered me to do what it takes, whatever it is, however hard it seems. Is anything too hard for God? Nothing is too hard for God. Nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is impossible to the one who believes. He gives us the measure of faith to believe him. I've got what it takes. I've got what it takes. I've got what I need to do what it takes. I will not fall. I will not falter. I will not grow weary in well-doing because in due season, I will reap if I do not faint. Come on and confess the word of God with me. I thank the Lord that you've, given, you've made my hands to battle and my fingers to war. Oh, Jesus, I thank you, Lord. I decree that everybody listening to the sound of my voice, they will come to a revelation, a realization, the information from heaven that says, I've got what I need to do what it takes, whatever it takes. I thank you, Lord. All those listening to the sound of my voice, I say they will not grow weary. I say if they're weary now, they will rise up from the pit of weariness with a refreshing, with a revival, with a with a, with a restoration. I thank you, Lord. Those who grew weary, I thank you, Lord, that you're lifting them up today, that you're dusting them off today, that you're invigorating their souls today. Those who have grown weary, I thank you, Lord, that you're giving them a new vision, that you're giving them a new vista, that you're giving them a new perspective, that you're helping them to see something they couldn't see before. I thank you, Lord, that those who have grown weary, you're lighting a fire up under them, a Holy Ghost fire even within them, a Holy Ghost fire even coming down upon them, consuming everything that hinders love. I thank you, Lord, that the ones who have grown weary, that you will, that you will just breathe the breath of life upon them, oh God, that you would breathe the breath of life upon them, that the wind of your spirit would blow away all the things that, 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 that wear them out, all the, the mindsets, all the, 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 the mind traffic, all the, the demonic chatter, all the, all the things that come to wear us down. I thank you, Lord, that your spirit builds us up. Come on. I thank you, Lord, that your Holy Spirit builds us up. As we pray, that you edify us in our inner man. As we pray, James said, uh, James said, building yourself up in the in your most holy faith, praying in the spirit, building yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the spirit. James said, build yourself up in your most holy faith by praying in the spirit. You're not really building the Holy Spirit's building. You're not really building the Holy Spirit building, but you're lending your mouth to its utterance, and he is building through you, in partnership with you, but he's doing the heavy lifting. Come on. When you pray in the spirit, he's doing the heavy lifting. He's doing the transformation. He's doing the sanctification. He's doing it. 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 So let's just pray in the Holy Ghost for one minute. Who can do it for one minute? Come on. Building yourself up in your most holy faith, praying in the Spirit, capital S, praying in the Holy Ghost, praying in Him. We thank you, Lord, that you're edifying us. We thank you, Lord, that you're building us up where the enemy tore us down. We thank you, Lord, that you are renewing our inner man day by day. 
We know it now on internet, day by day. Day by day, we're getting shakate robosha. Day by day, we're getting stronger on the inside. Come on, your body may feel weak. Your body may feel frail. But if you're praying in the Holy Ghost, you're being strengthened day by day. Moving from glory to glory, day by day. Strength to strength, day by day. Faith to faith, day by day. If you keep doing what the Word of God says, eventually your body will catch up with your spirit. Eventually your mind will catch up with your spirit, because you will begin to be led by the Holy Ghost to allow your spirit who follows the Holy Ghost. I said, if you keep praying in the spirit, if you keep walking in the word, God's giving you what it takes to do what you need to do. He's graced you to do it. He's graced you to do it. If you keep doing what he's graced you to do, if you keep obeying him, and he's given you the grace of obedience to obey him, if you keep doing what he tells you to do, because his commandments are not burdensome, if you keep doing what he said, he will do what he says. And you will see that you're stronger on the inside. Now all of a sudden, your, your mortal body is quickened. The Bible says the Holy Spirit quickens our mortal flesh. What does that mean? That's King James Version. It, 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 he quickens our mortal flesh. What does that mean? That means that he strengthens our physical frame for the battle. He strengthens our physical frame. For the day in, day out grind of life. He strengthens our physical frame. That we can be sick. That we can be exhausted. That we can be infirm. That we can just be played more out. And the Holy Ghost. I said the Holy Ghost. I said the Holy Ghost will strengthen our physical frame. He will bring energy to our body. He will energize us through and through. And the power that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. Do you not think he can energize your body? Do you not think he can ramp you up on the inside till it touches your physical frame? I say yes. Yes, he can, and yes, he will, and yes, he wants to, and yes, he shall. That, that when you do what God's word says to do, when you meditate on his word day and night, and be careful to observe all it says, your physical body gives way to the Holy Ghost. Your mind gives way to the Holy Ghost. It's not just your inner man. It's not just your spirit that's strengthened day by day. Your mind is renewed little by little, day by day. Your body is strengthened little by little. It's healed little by little. You're delivered little by little, day by day. I know we all want the suddenly breakthrough. I know we all want the immediate results. I know we all want the miraculous intervention. But if you'll just walk with God, little by little, day by day, little by little, day by day, little by little, day by day. Listen, take it. Take it. I want the miracle too. But I'll take it little by little, day by day. I'll take whatever way he wants to raise me up. I'll take whatever way he wants to lift me up. I'll take whatever way he wants to straighten me out. I'll take it. Or we receive your power. Come on. Somebody needs to lift up your hands wherever you are. We receive your power. Shama. We receive your power. We receive your power. Fill us again, God, with your spirit to overflow it. We want to overflow with your spirit. We want to overflow with your power. We want to overflow with your goodness. We want to overflow with your strength. We want to overflow with your word. We want to overflow. We want to overflow with everything that looks like God, everything that comes from God. We want to be a conduit in the earth and a catalyst in our family, a conduit in the earth 
and a catalyst in our city, a conduit through which your power flows, and a catalyst that sparks a revival fire. God, turn us into conduits and catalysts, God. Help us to know when to yield as a conduit and when to stay, take action as a catalyst. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, oh, Jesus, I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in our hearts. I thank you, Lord, that you're you're, you're, you're ruling us to yourselves. Your word said that if we draw near to you, that you'll draw near to us. If we draw near to you, that you'll draw near to us. If we draw near to you, that you'll draw near to us. And we draw near to you this morning, God. We're hiding ourselves under the shadow of your wings. The angels are surrounding us because we fear your name. We're walking on the word. We're walking on the promise. We're walking on the breakthrough. Something is shifting in your life right now. Something is changing. I just felt a click. In the spirit, I just felt a pop in the spirit. I felt something break open. Oh, Jesus. I said, I felt something break open. Something is changing in your life. Don't stop the change. Something is changing in your life. Don't halt the change. Something is changing in your life. Don't get an unbelief now. Something is changing in your life. It's time. There's something that you've been waiting on, and it just popped in the spirit. I heard it. It just popped up. Pop, pop, pop. It just I literally heard it. It like clicked. It popped. I, I don't even know how to describe what I heard, but something shifted. Something opened. Uh, 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 something that the enemy had erected to stand in the way. Cracked. It popped. And it let go. The floodgates are opening. I showed on my shit. I said, the floodgates are opening. For some of you, the floodgates are opening. For some of you, the floodgates are opening. They've been dammed up by discouragement, but now they're opening. I said, those floodgates have been dammed up by past failures, but they're opening. I said, those floodgates have been dammed up by unforgiveness, but they're opening. I said, those floodgates have been dammed up by rejection, but they're opening. I said, those floodgates have been dammed up by fear, but they're opening. I said, those floodgates have been dammed up by unbelief, but they're opening. Come on, they're opening. Come on, they're opening for those who will believe. They're opening for those who will forgive. They're opening for those who will dare to put their foot in the deep end and stop playing around in the shallow end with the babies, but who will go and seek the Lord, the deep things of God. He cries unto deep. He cries unto deep. Deep cries unto deep. Deep cries unto deep. Come on, who's hungry? Who's thirsty? Who's hungry? Who's thirsty? Who's hungry? Who's thirsty? Who has a more in their heart? God wants to give you more, but you've got to have a cry for more. Not more physical things, not more carnal things, more spiritual things. I'll tell you the truth. I'll tell you by example. If you will seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, if you will seek first the spiritual side of the kingdom, you'll have the natural blessings. They go along with it. They chase you down and overtake you. I'll tell you the truth. You can't see God without being blessed. You can't sacrifice for God without getting blessed. It's impossible. You can't seek God without getting blessed. You can't seek God without getting blessed. You can't see him without finding a blessing. You can't walk with God without bumping into a blessing, without bumping into a breakthrough. It's impossible. So, Father, help us to cultivate that spiritual hunger. 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 We don't want to walk around satisfied by the things of the world only. There's nothing wrong with being satisfied with a nice house and a nice family and nice clothes. You should be satisfied with your portion, whether you're abasing or abounding. Paul said, I know the secret, whether I'm abased, 
which means I got nothing or whether I'm abounding, which means I got more than enough. Paul said whether I don't have enough or I got plenty, whether I got more than enough or I'm barely getting by, I know the secret. I know how to be content. I know how to be satisfied. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Paul kept pressing into God when he was in hunger. Paul kept pressing into God when he was shipwrecked. Paul kept pressing into God when he was stoned to death. Paul kept pressing into God when he was in the prison. Paul kept pressing into God in the middle of persecution. Paul kept pressing into God with a thorn in his side. Paul kept pressing into God and pressing into God and pressing into God and pressing into God. And he walked in more revelation than anybody in his day. He was blessed. He learned how to be kashashabasha. Some of you, I'm trying to help you now. If you would just be content with some of your natural status, maybe you don't have everything you want right now, but instead of getting three jobs to get it, if you would take maybe, I know some of you have to work two jobs to pay the bills, but I'm talking about those of you who just do so much more than you need to do just because you want the physical things, the natural things. If you just take some of that time and give it to God, you wouldn't have to work so hard for it. He'd just give it to you. I said, if you would seek God, some of you, if you would seek him the way you seek natural blessings, you would have him and the blessing. Because he is the blessing. But if he'll bless you with natural things, there's nothing that I want that I don't have. But it started with wanting God more than anything else I could possibly search for to understand what I'm saying. When you put God first, when you put God first, when you seek him first, when you lay your life down for him, when you sacrifice your time, it's how do you buy the oil with time? When you choose that he comes first and it's a day-by-day decision, and life happens and some days things don't go the way we want and we don't get the time of God we needed. But if day-by-day day you make that decision, and you have a consistent lifestyle, cultivating spiritual hunger, of pressing in to the reality that he is, and he is the rewarder of those who diligently seek him, according to Hebrews. First, that he is. You got that down part. You got that part down. You know that he is. You know that God is alive. So you're halfway there. This is good news. You're halfway there. Hebrews says that we're supposed to know that he is. You got that part down. And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Diligently seek him. Diligently seek him. Not seek him when you're just in trouble. Not seek him when you just need a blessing. But diligently seek him. Make it a habit of seeking him. Cultivating spiritual hunger. He is a rewarder. And not just in this age, but in the age to come. You have, now listen to me. The blessings in the age to come, the blessings in the by and sweet by and by, the blessings in the forever, the blessings in eternity, far as anything you could ever imagine or hope for in this life. This is all temporal. This is all going to pass away, and your flesh will pass away, but then you'll get a new body that never hurts. You'll get a new mansion that never, you don't have to paint it. The roof never leaks. The air conditioner never breaks. In eternity, you won't have any worries or any cares. So why not live that way now? Why not just cast your cares? Why not just sell it all for him? Why not just buy the pearl of great price for real? 
Why not just give your life to him completely, fully, 100%? I'm sold out to the gospel. I'm going to do the work of the ministry. Whatever my purpose is, I'm all in, God, because that's why you created me. And I will not fall short of the reason that I'm here. But I will say yes to your heart because you said yes to mine. When you take on that attitude, you begin to cultivate a spiritual hunger because you understand that you can't do it apart from him. Your will can say, yes, Lord, I lay my life down for you in prayer. I lay my life down for you as a marketplace uh, minister funding the kingdom. I lay my, my life down for you as a mother raising future prophets. I lay my life down for you in whatever it is God's called you to do, whatever season you are in your life. And when you do that, when you say yes to him, he says yes, 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 yes the blessings and the provision and the peace and the joy and everything you need is wrapped up in pursuing his will. So we thank you, Lord, today that you help us, that you help us to pursue your will. We've got what it need, what we need to do what it takes. We've got what it needs, what we need to do what it takes. We've got what we need to do what it takes. We've got what we need to do what it takes. Hallelujah. I found the scripture. Oh, how I love the scripture. <laughs> I'm sure I've read it many times before. Psalm 148 verse six says, he established them forever and ever. He issued a decree that will never pass away. The New Living Translation says, he set them in place forever and ever. Listen, his decree will never be revoked. Do you understand? That the Lord's decrees can never be revoked. Do you get that? Do you get that? Do you understand that? His decree can never be revoked. The Lord's decree can never be revoked. That's good news for you. Because he has decreed things over your life. And the enemy may be trying to release evil decrees. He is trying to release evil decrees. But guess what? You counter. Come on now, listen. You counter the enemy's evil decree with God's decree, and guess who wins? I said, you counter. When the vain imaginations come, when you discern there's been an evil decree spoken over your life in the spirit or even in the natural by a person, all you have to do is find out what God has decreed over your life, and you decree it, and God's decree is higher than the devil's decree. You revoke the devil's decree, this is what you do. It's the devil's decreeing that you're going to be in poverty, that you're not going to be able to pay your bills. The devil's decreed that in the spirit, you keep hearing it, and you're seeing evidence that this is beginning to happen. You say, I revoke your decree of poverty, devil, and I decree that God shall supply my needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. That is the decree of the Lord over my life, and his decree will never be revoked. Let him know that. Let him know that. Let him know what the word says. The Bible says he issued a decree that will never pass away. His words will never fade. His words will never pass. The contemporary English version says he made them to last forever. Listen, nothing can change what he has done. He gave an order that will never pass away. He gave the command and will not rescind it. The gifts and callings of God are without repentance. All of his promises are yes and amen. There is no shifting shadow of turning in him. He doesn't change his mind. I don't care what you've been taught. He doesn't change his mind. He didn't change his mind with Hezekiah. Isaiah went and, prayed, went and prophesied to Hezekiah, get your house in order, you're going to die. 
He didn't change his mind. He knew Hezekiah would cry out for 15 years. He knew that already. He knew that Hezekiah, he knew that Moses would pray. He knew that Abraham would pray. He knew that these men of God would pray. That's why he gave them the heads up. Because he already knew they'd pray. He already knew what he wanted to do. He already wanted to save the Israelites. He already wanted to rescue Lot. He wanted to do those things. He wouldn't have told a man to go say it and elicit in their spirits a heart cry to God. The only one, the only one who could save them. The God's decrees will stand. He doesn't change his mind. He has made a decree that shall not pass away. He has made it a law that no one can break. He has made a decree which shall not be transgressed. It shall not pass. It shall not be stymied. It shall not be hindered. What has God decreed over your life? What has he prophesied over your life? What has he decreed over your life? You need to get out those prophecies. You need to get out the promises that are resonating with your heart, promises for healing, promises for provision, the decrees that he's made, and you need to begin to decree them and make the devil flee. That's why I wrote the book, Decrees That Make the Devil Flee. Some of you need to get a copy. Psalm 119.90 says your faithfulness continues through all generations. That includes you. He's faithful. He wasn't just, he was just faithful to your great-grandma. He wasn't just faithful to your great-great-grandpa. He wasn't just faithful generations past. He's faithful to you, and he'll be faithful to your children. Job 22, 28 says, decree a thing, and it shall be established. Whose decree is going to be established in your life? Are you going to let the enemy's decree be established in your life, or are you going to release a higher decree? Because God's already decreed it, but now you've got to agree with the decree that God decreed understand what I'm saying? You must agree with the decree that God decreed. And you are the voice of God in the earth in the sense that you must pick up the decree that God decreed and decree it out of your mouth. It shifts the atmosphere. God is not a man that he should lie or the son of man that he should change his mind. Uh Uh-oh. God doesn't change his mind. Has he said it? Will he not do it? Or has he spoken it? And will he not fulfill it? The intercessors aren't changing God's mind. The intercessors are actually agreeing with what God always wanted to do in the first place. That's why he inspires them to pray. Father, we thank you that your decrees for our life can never be broken. They will never fail. They will never falter. Help us to remember not to be passive in our faith. Cultivate that violent faith that your word speaks about. Pressing in. Understanding that the kingdom of God is suffering violence. And we've got to be forceful in our faith to push the issue with the devil, to let him know that we mean business because our God already did it. It's already done. He already accomplished everything for us at the cross. All of his promises are yes and amen. We're not going to forget any of his, any of his benefits concerning the whole earth. And this is the hand stretched out over the nations for the Lord of hosts has planned and who will annul it? His hand is stretched out, and who will turn it back? The decree over your life shall not be broken. It shall not be hindered. It shall not be overruled. God said in Isaiah, I am God, and there is no other. (laughs) I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is no one like me, declaring the end from the beginning, from the ancient times, things not yet done, saying, my purpose shall stand. And I will fulfill my intention. Father, we thank you. Help us when when the warfare comes. Help us when the mind traffic comes. Help us when the vain imaginations come. Help us when our circumstances are not lining up with the word. Not to just sit and complain and wonder why. Why, God, why? When, God, when? 
How, God, how? But help us, Lord, to get up and make those decrees that make the devil flee. Decreeing your will. Decreeing your word. Decreeing your declaration, your proclamation, your prophetic word that was spoken over our lives. Help us, Lord, to be a people who understand the power of a decree, who understand that your words in our mouth make the devil flee. Jesus did warfare this way. It is written. So I decree over you that the enemy shall scatter from your family. I decree your prodigal shall come home. I decree that God has given you the power to create wealth. I decree that by his stripes you are healed. This is what you must do. You must find the promise, something God already decreed. And when the enemy challenges that reality in your life, you've got to keep decreeing it. You might have to do it once more than once. Once, twice, three times, a hundred times. So Father, give us the grace. Because you said you give us what we need to do what it takes. So give us the grace, God. Give us the grace to keep decreeing. Help us to remember to do this when the battle is on, when the battle is raging, when the promises seem far off. Help us to remember. Help us to remember. Help us to remember to make these decrees. Because your word never fails, never. Your word never fails, ever. Your word cannot fail. It cannot fade away. You're watching over your word to perform it. The great, almighty, powerful God is watching over his word to perform it in your life. This is not just a platitude. This is not just an empty promise, something written 5,000 years ago. This is something that is relevant for your life today. The decree of the Lord for your life shall stand. It will not be overridden unless you allow it to. It can never be revoked. So we thank you, Lord, today that we can... Lean on you and depend on you because you are good. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, isn't God good? Make sure you're getting on my mailing list at jenniferleclair.org or text the word PROFIT to 555-888 to get on the mailing list. You can sew at Venmo. Venmo is at Jennifer Leclaire. You can use the text to give. Text the word PRAY to... 754-701-2161. That's not a prayer line, guys. That's a, a giving line. You want prayer, you, you email prayer at awakeninghouseofprayer.com. God is good. God bless you. We love you. We'll see you later on today. Have a good day. You have gifts. God expects you to use them. If you need training to school your gift, log on to schoolofthespirit.tv. You'll find training in spiritual warfare, prophetic ministry, prayer, seers ministry, writing, and so much more. Go to schoolofthespirit.tv today. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family.
This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.